I'm your host, Dr. Lachelle Weemey, a peak performance coach and business strategist dedicated to helping you see what's possible within you, the blind spots that are holding you back, and the solutions to ensure success and fulfillment without the hustle. I use my secret sauce of metaphysics, brain science, and scripture to work with God to manifest your ideal life and business. If you're ready to create massive forward momentum in your business and bust through the blocks that drag you down, join me on the Spiral Up journey and create the clarity, confidence, and consistency to become the CEO that lives your life by design. It's time to create the sustainable impact, income, and time freedom you desire faster. Now is the time to Spiral Up. Hey, hey, everybody. Welcome to the Spiral Up Podcast. I am your host, Dr. Lachelle Weemey, and it is such an honor to be here tuning in today where we're going to talk about the power of forward momentum, specifically overcoming overwhelm. Now, you guys all know that we have this major passion to create more impact, more income, and spend more time with the people that we love. And in order for us to do that, in order for us to do that faster, we have to be able to stay in the spiral up forward momentum. And oftentimes, overwhelm can completely drag me down into that downward spiral. And it helps me to, to recognize the things that are holding me back, to recognize the things that are impeding my forward momentum so that I can start doing something about it. And time management is absolutely one that I see not only in myself, but in my clients as well. So today I want to talk to you about a different perspective that you may not have ever recognized and never really thought of before when it comes to that pesky to-do list and really determining what things are motivating you to say yes in the first place. And I think that a lot of us can really look at our to-do list in a different way when we recognize the fact that we were motivated by something that was not meant to motivate us in the first place. And once we have that realization, we can start to remove the things on our list that are creating the overwhelm in the first place. But before I get started with that, I want to tell you a little story. And you might be thinking, Lachelle, this has nothing to do with time management, but it has everything to do with the motivation. And I really want to get to the root of things before we can actually do something about it. I can give you strategy all day long, but if you don't have a compelling why you're doing it in the first place, sometimes it's not going to stick. And I'm all about sustainable change. So I'm going to tell you a story about my sister, and I'm going to guess that this is probably about... This is probably about nine years ago, 10 years ago, that my sister was battling her addiction to prescription medications. Now, unfortunately, she was a social worker, a mom of two, had several surgeries in a very short period of time, and it left her addicted to pain medicine and anti-anxiety medicine. It was awful to watch. Her life was absolutely on a downward spiral, and it was just painstaking to walk alongside of her in this journey. And I remember there was a weekend where her husband, myself, and my parents were invited to a family day at the counseling center that she was staying at for her recovery process. And I don't remember a lot about that weekend other than, you know, just feeling really sad for her because she was not in a place that she wanted to be. But there was one lesson that the counselor took us through that has always stuck with me, and I hope that it does the same to you. You see, what he was talking to us about was helping us to decide when we are doing things for her, when we are doing things for our loved one, what is our motivation? And by determining our motivation, it allowed us to recognize whether or not we were supporting or we were enabling, whether we were supporting or enabling. And the simple question that he asked us to consider was, am I being motivated by love or by fear? 
Do I do things because I love her and I would love to help her and I would love to see her succeed? Or am I doing things out of fear, fear that she's going to fall on her face, fear that she's going to become homeless, fear that she's not going to be able to get out of this addiction, fear that she's going to lose her kids. All of the things that are motivated by fear led me to recognizing that I was making decisions that would enable her versus to empower her versus being able to do it because I loved her enough to do what she needed, not necessarily what she wanted, because I loved her enough that I was willing to do what was good for her, not what felt good for me in the moment. When I was motivated by love, it allowed for her to get the most out of what it is that I was trying to do for her versus hurting her. And I think that sometimes when we think about our to-do list, the things that are causing us to overwhelm, and we start to look at the things that we have to check off that list, we can recognize that some of the things that are on there are not done because I would love to do them or I would love what it's going to lead me to, but it's out of fear. I find that a lot of times people will actually say yes to things because they fear what other people are going to think. They allow the the people pleasing that is the underlying motivator to you know and enable them to say yes to things like going someplace that they don't necessarily want to go or doing a project or volunteering for something because they feel that they're going to be rejected they're going to be judged they're going to be left out and so therefore they say yes now what happens when we are motivated by fear and and people pleasing when we say yes we end up resenting. We end up resenting the project. We end up resenting the person who asked us to do it. And all of those things, you guys, leads us down this negative downward spiral. It keeps us in the lower vibrations of the emotional vibrational scale and therefore further away from the life that we want. I also find that people will say yes to things that they, that they want to, um, to do or necessarily want to do that they feel like they have to do out of a place of lack out of a scarcity mindset. So they say yes to things because they fear that they're going to miss their one opportunity to strike it big, or they're fearing that if they don't, they don't do all of the hundred you know, thousand things that somebody else said that they're going to do, that they're not going to do the one right thing that's supposed to get them their success. And so they get stuck into the hustling for the sake of hustling. And the to-do list keeps getting longer and longer and longer until all of a sudden you're like, I only have 24 hours in the day. How am I going to get all of this done? And you completely find yourself depleted and again, resentful, resentful of why are you doing this in the first place? I remember being in that space when I was working my full-time anesthesia career and I was trying so stinking hard to build a successful online business alongside of that full-time career that led me to no control over my schedule and trying to be a mom and a wife alongside of it. And I have other interests as well. And it felt suffocating to me. I felt completely overwhelmed. I felt completely worn out. So what did I do? I got sucked into the hustling for the sake of hustling and the thought that there was a right or a wrong and that I needed to do everything. So every book, every podcast, every training that I tuned into, I just kept adding that crap to my list. Not because I loved it, not because I'm like, oh my gosh, that sounds like so much fun. That sounds like that's in alignment with who I am. That sounds like that's in alignment with where God is leading me. No, it was all out of lack. I felt like if I just worked harder, then I would finally get to the place where I was making enough money to be able to, to you know, quit my full-time career. And it only led to more burnout. It only led to more overwhelm and therefore more resentment. And then I started to doubt myself. I started to think, well, my, maybe I just don't have what it takes because I'm doing all of these things. 
and it doesn't seem to be working and not being able to replace my healthy income to be able to step away yet. And then I started to doubt myself. Guys, doubt, overwhelm, confusion, lack of clarity, all can cause us to do that downward spiral. And the life that we want to live, the life of our dreams, the life that is attracting the people, the the ideas, the solutions that we want are not stuck down in the lower vibrational levels. They are in the higher vibrations. They're up there in the frequencies of love, joy, peace, gratitude, freedom. And so the more that I added to my to-do list out of fear, out of lack, out of scarcity, out of the fear that I was missing the one right thing that I was supposed to do, the fear that that I wasn't working hard enough, the fear that that I wasn't good enough, the fear that you know, I, I was not doing it fast enough, completely took me in the opposite direction of where I needed to go. Now, here's the deal. There's scripture that reminds us in 1 Corinthians 16, 14, that let everything you do be done in love. And it's like, holy crap. You are totally right, God. Like everything that I need to do must be done in love. So when I'm making the decisions, when I'm being asked, Lachelle, will you take on this project? Lachelle, will you work with me? If I have this inside sense of I would only be doing it out of obligation or I only would be doing it because I feel like I don't want to let you down or I don't want to disappoint you or I don't want to, you know, um, make the decision because maybe you're not the right client for me or you're not really invested, but I, I feared this like lack of, oh my gosh, I need to make my my income goals for this month. So I'm going to say yes. Those are motivated out of fear. But if I am motivated out of love, I'm like, oh my gosh, yes, I would love to do that project. Yes, that sounds amazing because in alignment with where God is leading me. Yes, this would be an amazing person to work with because we have this, this you know drive to make a bigger difference together. Those are such different motivators. And the Lord asks us to do all that we do in love. He also tells us in 1 John 4, 18, that there is no fear in love, but perfect love casts out fear. There is no fear in love. So when I'm making those decisions out of fear, then it is telling me that I am not making them out of love. And I'm supposed to be doing everything in love. So what if I would took Take a look at everything that I'm being presented with, everything that could go on my to-do list, everything that is already on my to-do list. And I looked at it from the lens of, was I motivated? Am I motivated by love or fear? And if the answer is fear, then what can I do to get this off my dang list? And here are a couple things. Sometimes, you guys, sometimes you just need to delete the dang thing. If you recognize that you are in it and you are not motivated by the right thing, it does not feel aligned with your current goals anymore. You feel like you did it out of obligation, but now it's just sucking up energy and time and and resources that you have physically, mentally, emotionally that can go towards the thing that God is leading you to do. It's okay for you to say, you know what? This was an alignment, but it's not anymore. Now, I am like a scrappy like farm girl, and so quitting was not in my vocabulary, but I will tell you that there is a power in a decision where I say to myself, this is not aligned with the future version of myself, and therefore I am giving myself permission to make the decision to step away from this. It is aligned action. 
And so what I want to encourage you guys to do is to look at your to-do list and say, what can I delete? What can I find that someone else could do a better job and say, hey, you know, I have this project. I really am realizing that I don't have the capacity to do the best that I could do. And I believe that it deserves better than what I can do. And I think you'd be a perfect fit. Would you be open to having a conversation around what that could look like? There are ways that you can do it that feel right because you're doing them out of love, not fear. But if you continue to do the thing begrudgingly, you are bringing that negative downward spiral energy into the situation. You're resenting things and you're taking away the energy that you could be doing something that is in alignment. And I will tell you guys that it is the scarcity, it's the lack that convinces us, it's the enemy that convinces us that we have to do a thousand things to become successful. When I believe that if you do the three things, let's just say in comparison to the thousand that are in alignment with the Lord, that is where he's trying to lead you, that is inspired by him and that you are being obedient, he is going to make you more fruitful in the three aligned actions than he is in the thousand of your own. And so don't get caught in the scarcity of I have to be doing all the things. Are you robbing someone else from stepping in and getting to do the thing that you have begrudgingly been doing when it actually is their love? They would be fantastic at it. It might be the gateway to them discovering their true purpose in life. And by you holding on to it out of this fear of obligation and, and again being motivated by fear, you are actually preventing that person from being able to step into that space. Do it out of love. Do it out of love. Now, I also want you to think about delegating something. So there are things on my to-do list that I, you know, maybe just don't love doing, but as a business owner, like there are things that we have to get done. Like I can't say that I love everything that I do. And yes, it would be amazing for me to do all of the things that I love and not ever have to do the things that I don't, but that's not realistic. But what I can do is help you to determine that there are some things that you could easily delegate. Now, I am a big picture thinker. I am a visionary. I love to, to paint a picture of what it can be and then reverse engineer my way backwards. But I do not love to get stuck in the weeds. I do not love all the tiny little details. I do not love the execution of all the tiny details. I love to paint the big picture. And then ultimately, I love to find the right people to help me to make this idea come to fruition. That's where my amazing assistant comes in. Jamie is fantastic with details. She loves to take all the little pieces of the puzzle and execute them. That makes her feel fulfilled. So even though it's something that I don't love, it, it actually is something that she does. And so when you can find people on your team that compliment you, that have strengths that you don't have, that the two of you can work together in harmony, do not rob them of being able to step into that. When you hire, hire for people who are um, aligned with your mission, but maybe have separate skills than you. And do not assume that just because you don't like to do something means that they won't either. The things that I absolutely detest are the things that she loves to do. And I kept myself from delegating for so long because I didn't want to quote unquote dump that onto her. But what I found after just having really great conversations is that those are the things that she loves to do. And so delete or delegate. And maybe there's some things on your list that you can just delay. Maybe the timing isn't right. Maybe it's just that you haven't found the right person to delegate that thing to. But if it's not a priority right now, perhaps you can just delay it. 
And when you can look at the things on your list that you absolutely love to do, and you can prioritize the things that are going to get you closer to the life that you love, it's easy for you to then pick the things that need to be done today and figure out a way to get the rest of it done when it needs to get done by whom it needs to get done by. And I want to just point this out as well is that there might be some things still that you know are priority that you need to get done and maybe you don't have the right team in place yet and maybe you just have to figure out a way to to be able to get a few of these things done when they are tied to your bigger vision your bigger mission your bigger calling sometimes i can look at like okay yes i do need to look at my my financial um picture of my business once a week i i pick financial fridays because it lets me you know like have a plan and a habit to look at my finances i don't love details honestly i don't love to look at that stuff but i know that i can have a better picture of where my business is going and where I need to head when I know that information. And so instead of getting caught up in the the love of the actual activity, I get caught up in the love of the vision. I love what my mission is, is to help other people live a life of bigger impact, income, and more time with their family. I love the fact that I get to teach people what they're good at and how to leverage the things that they already know how to do and to find the missing pieces to be able to give them an extraordinary life beyond anything they could have imagined. Guess what? That bigger vision, that bigger mission allows me to get into my numbers on Fridays because I'm the one that has to do that. I can't delegate that out, but I can find a way to attach it to a bigger mission. So friends, if you are overwhelmed, I'm just going to tell you the truth of the hug right now that overwhelm is a choice and you get to choose whether or not you're going to continue on that same road of complete overwhelm and tackling all the things like you always have been doing, or you can choose to look at your list again. You can choose to look at your list and say, what am I doing that is completely out of love? And what do I need to delegate? What do I need to delete? And how do I need to continue to make decisions in the future that ensure that I am sticking with the things that I love and not picking things out of fear of being judged or rejected or letting somebody down or that I'm not going to have enough to pay my bills or I'm not going to have enough clients or, or whatever the, the fear-based decision-making motivator is. And you will find yourself having greater success. You know why? Because quantum physics allows you, because you are following scripture, you are doing things out of love, you are going to be literally performing at the higher levels of that vibrational scale. You're going to be vibrating at a frequency that is in alignment with other things that you would love, the people that you have been meant to meet that is going to take you to that next level of, of impact, the, the ideas, solutions, the, the things that have literally been the keys to unlock the next step are living at this higher vibration. And the more that you allow yourself to make decisions out of fear, the more you allow yourself to stay stuck in the overwhelm, the more you're going to continue to spiral down and be away from those things that are vibrating at the higher frequency. You have a giant impact to make. You have a thing that other people are praying for right now. And it's time for you to recognize that the overwhelm is holding you back from that impact, is holding you back from that difference, it's holding you back and keeping you from those people who are praying for your help right now. 
So I have a few things that could help you. I have a master your time or essentially just maintain and, and create the momentum of your time in a workshop I have coming up in a couple of weeks. So stay tuned for that. You're going to want to make sure that you keep a lookout on your emails and keep a lookout on social media for all the details that's coming up very soon in the next couple of weeks here, first week in November. I also have in the meantime, a tool that you can use to help to discover where you're spending your time right now and what things that you might need to start deleting and delegating. And it's a time tracking tool. It's a tool. It's a time tracking audit that's going to allow for you to have a better picture of where you're spending your time and what your motivating factors are, where you might be wasting time, where you might have pockets of time you didn't realize. And all of those things can help you to manage your time better. Just go to the show notes and you're going to get that link right there. I absolutely love the fact that I can continue to help you build massive forward momentum. Let's stop getting our own stinking way, right? Let's stop getting the things in our way that are allowing us to spiral down. And let's maintain that forward momentum because you guys, we have a bigger impact to make. So make sure that you take a look, keep a look out for all of the, the time management tools that I have. Check out the show notes for the tools that I have. And you'll always find extra tools in my website. I am dash lifebydesign.com backslash tools. I will see you guys next week. Bye everybody. So much for listening. If you enjoyed this episode, be sure to subscribe and leave a review. Each honest review helps me spiral up so that I can serve you even better. Whether you're feeling a lack of impact, income, or time freedom, or perhaps you're just ready for massive momentum in your business, let's chat. Apply for a breakthrough call so that you can gain clarity identify what's holding you back, and make a plan to spiral up. Head on over to im-lifebydesign.com backslash breakthrough or access the link in the show notes. For immediate support, plug into our community, The Better Club. We focus on inspiration, tactical guidance, and support. This is a community that wants to be better, do better, and have better in life and in business, and we're going to help you do the same. Let's spiral up, friend.